Suicide Logs episode 108. I'm on four fucking days straight of doing a podcast with a guest. Here we fucking go. Doki, episode 108 today my guest is one half of another podcast called man tools man tools media they've got everything dude they do what i want to do they've got a live stream on youtube they've got a discord they they've got an instagram account they've they've got everything that you can think of and we're gonna call one half of them i don't even know the dude's name I don't even know old dude's name, but it's ringing, and we'll see. We're going to set this up right here. Hello. Hey there. How's it going? How you doing, buddy? I think you're the first person I have called um, and didn't and didn't call beforehand on the podcast. This is really, I mean, I was listening to your show yesterday for a little bit, Um but yeah, basically, you know, you know how podcasting is. Just don't give out your social security and shit like that, and we should be good. And you, you can you can turn your camera off at the um the top over there, cause uh, my my podcast is on is audio only. So maybe that way you can okay. save some battery on your phone or something, or you don't have to awkwardly stare at me. I got you. So. <laughs> How you doing, man? Thanks for coming on. I'll, I'll I'll give you the floor to introduce yourself and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my name is uh, Trevor. Um, I'm one of the hosts of the Man Tools podcast. Um, where we uh, we like to call ourselves a men's issues podcast, but like a lot of things involving men, uh, it kind of devolves into just stupid fart jokes for an hour. Got it. Uh, Got but it. you know, we try. Um, so yeah, uh, I uh, I guess my my uh, what I'd like to discuss today with you is kind of uh, how how men are the primary people that commit and therefore are victims of suicide. So very true, very true. Uh, I've done some studying. I believe it's it's crazy. Women, um, they 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 uh i'm sorry they commit suicide but they they don't commit to it that's that's a bad joke that wasn't even a joke it was more of like uh they don't go through with it men are more likely to go through with suicide if if i probably worded that right right, right um, yeah and this is going to sound really sexist but i think it's because women have more of a tendency to seek attention so to threaten that and then not actually do it is it reaches that goal, you know what I mean? Right, right. But um, I don't want to take it away of like, oh, they're just, you know, flaunting suicide for attention. Maybe there's something else. Maybe yeah. maybe I'm being the opposite of you. Maybe I'm giving them uh, more of the benefit of the doubt. Of like, you know, maybe, well, and, I don't know. And that, that 
to be fair, that was a wild uh, generalization that I just made. <laughs> right, right. I don't. I respect what you do. Like I have, I think I've listened to a total of probably like two episodes. I listened to. Boy, I don't know. Maybe the one before last night, I was driving, and then you were, you guys were talking about women again. And it seems like what you guys are about, just from like an outside perspective, I know it's not true already. Just how you guys are, your comedy podcast. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, what's the word I'm looking for? What, what what's it called when a guy just like doesn't like females, and they're very um, God damn it, what is the word? I've got a buddy. Chauvinist. Kinda, yeah. That might be an even better word for it. Like people, like people, like men who just feel like women don't deserve anything. <laughs> Aye, right, damn it. Well, misogynistic, misogynistic. You know. Well, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite go that far. Oh um, yeah. But we've we've, oh, we've yeah. been called we've been called that plenty. Um, I don't know. It, it seems like if you if you do something where you focus on one group of people, whoever is not in that group. Uh, takes some kind of issue with it, so that's just kind of what happens. No, I I understand like asking questions and making jokes about like women and things like that. I definitely understand that, but I guess for me, I never really want to fully commit to like women are this way. This is what women do because I'm <laughs> I'm not a woman. You know what I mean? I can only so, yeah. I've never I've never felt. I've never lived in their shoes. I only see what I see through the eyes of being a man. So I always just have to, you know, I, I always just have to kind of um, not be not be so biased and always just kind of remember, well, you know, living as a man for all your... I'm, I'm 26, by the way. I, I, I kind of assume... How old are you, man? I'm going to be 42 in June. Oh, wow. So we had a guy who yeah. was on the podcast how many days ago three days ago and he was 41 and then i had him as oh wow you're the you're the oldest guy on the podcast but now oh i'm, I'm gonna give the belt to you you're the oldest guy right. <laughs> i mean that's not a disrespect or anything it's just uh I, I like talking to older people i do because i feel like you know they've got wisdom they've got wisdom and i don't i don't want to like I don't know if that just sounds like corny or whatever, but it's like I really do believe in that. I like talking to older people. I, I do like talking to younger people too, even if it's just someone who's like six years younger than me or something. I still feel like I've got something to pass down because it's like, I don't know. It, it's weird thinking like maybe maybe you can't really relate as much because you're a little older. But it's like the other day I talked to somebody on the show who was 20 and I've, I'm six years older than them, but at the same time, we're kind of at the same level because it's like me talking to a 20-year-old who's six years younger than me is completely different as if I were 20 and talking to someone who's 14. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, you're, you're um, uh, what are you saying? 42? Is that what you're turning? Yeah, pretty okay. soon. You know, it's like you're 42. In some sense, you could be my dad, but I'm old enough <laughs> to, you know, communicate to you as a quote unquote man. So I, I, I'm right. new. I'm new to this whole man thing, man. And I know you. You said you wanted to talk about like suicide and things like that. We can get to that. We can get to that. I see that you scheduled this appointment for two hours long, and then I was like, oh shit, I'm running late. But my podcasts aren't normally two hours long, but um shit if it's two hours long, i'm down 
that's just that's just um, for me. You know, uh, that's just the, how we work the scheduling blocks, just to make sure that there's plenty of time. Um, Got it. So if we if we do an hour, that's fine. If we do, you know, forty five minutes, whatever whatever I'm, feels natural is kind of what I go for. As long as I get all my questions answered. <laughs> yeah, sure. So like. Like I said, you know, I'm I'm younger, but I feel like I'm, I feel like, we'll, and we'll we'll get back to the suicide thing for sure, for sure. But I just I want to ask and like get to know about your podcast a little bit more and what maybe you can help me because I don't know from what I see, it just seems like you guys are experienced and what it what it takes to be a man or whatever, or maybe not. Maybe it's just jokes, but it's just kind of <laughs> like. You know, I'm 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 26. A little bit about me. I'm 26, and I had just bought my first house about a month ago. So I've, I'm living in my house, and I I have this podcast studio and everything. And I guess one of the biggest problems that I've been having is, um, just like not feeling man enough. Sometimes, sometimes I just I don't know when I when I think of a man, I think of like a guy who's just like super into building shit like working like like with this house i mentioned that i got a house because i feel like as a homeowner people are just super excited to fix things up with the house and all oh, the gutters and and this and that and i can't wait to mow a lawn and it's just kind of like not really dude i i, I want to do the bare fucking minimum and i just want to do a podcast <laughs> and so i and i've been with my girl uh, soon to be wife and so you know I'm playing like the husband role and things like that and I just kind of you know her dad's a real handyman and sometimes I feel really self-conscious and I express it to my girl like yeah sometimes I just my confidence feels really low because I'm I, I'm not good with a hammer or I don't know how to build a shed or, or shit like that but I understand that it's not 100% my fault it's just you know, it's it's how I am. Like I'm a man in a sense of I'll beat someone's fucking ass. But it's like when it comes to I don't know. Like lately, I've kind of realized, damn, I really suck at building things, but I'm good at destroying things. And so then I started kind of veering off to like, oh, maybe I should work for like a demolition company or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I'm not even asking for like validation or anything. I'm just kind of wondering like maybe when you were around my age or something like I do see myself getting a little bit more um, excited or feeling accomplished when I do something like fucking two days. Uh, how many days ago? Two, three days ago. I like uninstalled all by my fucking self and YouTube all by my fucking self and YouTube. I uninstalled the porch light and then put in like a motion sensor light. And it wasn't just no fucking screw and plug in shit. I had to unwire shit. I had to go into the breaker box, you know, man shit and just uh, do it myself. And I was scared, bro. I was scared. I was going to fucking electrocute my fingers off and shit. But when I turned that fucking switch and the light went on, dude, it just felt kind of like, like primal, like, ooh, ooh, I'm a fucking man. And it just, yeah. I started trying to apply for electrician jobs and shit like that. Like, <laughs> I felt like I was ready to go all gas, no brakes into the, the man world. But I don't know. It's new for me. It's new for me, you know. Well, <clears throat> I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, like, I'm not naturally handy. Um, my co-host, on the other hand, actually has a handyman, like, maintenance 
business. So I got to hit him up. um, When it comes to that stuff, like he is definitely the the handy guy and he just has a like natural um, knack for that kind of thing. I, uh, I, on the other hand, get excited. Uh, I don't know if you saw last week's episode. Um, I, I bought this tool that connects your drill so that you can um, get the dryer lint out of the vent in your house, right? Yeah. Which you should do uh, at least once a year. Um, and I've lived in this house for like 12 years and have never done it. And <laughs> I only did it because my clothes stopped drying in the dryer and that was the reason. Um, oh, but, there's a tool for uh, that? Like, there is, and it's awesome. There's it, just, it, connects like, to a, it connects to your drill and it's got a big brush on the end of it. And you just uh, you can add rods to it to increase the length as you go. And you just like, and it spins around and cleans out all that shit out of your your vent. Like the lints and shit, right? Yeah. We have something in our... Here's another thing. Like, this is how much of a man I am. I don't even do my laundry. My girl does it for me. But... Well... Oh, my girl's listening. She's just fucking laughing in the background. (laughs) But, But, like, I don't... You know, from the little experience that I do. See, I, I just feel like we all kind of mirror our parents. Because it's like my dad never did his laundry. Uh, my mom did it for him. And I just saw that growing up and thought, fuck. I I want to be like my dad. I don't want to do laundry. And here I am <laughs> being like my dad. And um, what is it? Um, yeah, that lint thing. I do know. But for me, maybe I have like the wrong... Uh, concept of what you're talking about because I'm a novice with the laundry it, there's this little like um, this like screen door looking material sheet thing that you pull out and when you pull it out but it, that's when it's full of fucking lint and then uh, see I'm talking about I'm talking about that that leads to a hose that goes into your into like the wall oh yeah you're talking about the fucking nooks and the shit that and, and, na- oh inside yeah of the, inside <laughs> the wall there's another there's another vent that uh that gets full of lint um even with that screen that screen's supposed to kind of prevent that but it it doesn't not the best um, oh so you you're but, going deep in there all right but when i but when i cleared that out i mean it's not like it's not like i built something or made something but i felt like yeah we can finally dry our clothes <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Being, uh, you know heathens that have to use a clothesline you know <laughs> yeah yeah I, you don't think you don't think about that kind of shit until like something is wrong, you know, or at least yeah. that, that's how I am. And back to like being a handy person and thing like like my girl's Mexican, you know, so I've got a stiff competition when it comes to being a handyman. Like her br- her brother's about to be like a like a pipe fitter dude, and that that job just pays up the wazoo. And and I do remember him like when he was a kid, he was. Or they say uh, when kids are really good at like Legos or they're into Legos, it most likely means they're gonna be into like um, uh, building houses and shit or ar- architect. And uh, yeah. as a kid, I fucking like Legos are my least favorite things. I I just wanted to I just wanted to take the fucking toys out of the box and play with it. What the fuck is this building it shit? Aren't they supposed to do that in a factory? And so I just never really got the point of buying Lego, of buying a toy that isn't assembled and taking like, you know how much anxiety I fucking got as a kid when I saw a toy that was cool, but then I'd open it up and I'd see instructions, let alone I had to screw something in. 
like that would just make that would honestly sometimes just cancel out buying a toy if i had to do some kind of constructing i'd be like you know what fuck it we'll just get a pre-made toy and it kind of carries on as an adult and the toys that i were into were what was i into as a kid i was into a bunch of shit but i definitely wasn't into legos and i wasn't into building shit like i needed to do the bare minimum and just literally like a week or two ago my girl bought a shower curtain and um you know i i she always asked what do you think of this what do you think of that and i'm like i don't fucking care just get it as long as it works and so we get it in the mail and then i pull it i, I was like oh let me do something let me just like you know be a man and fucking do this so my girl doesn't have to do it so i unravel or i open up the box get this shower curtain and it's like oh i gotta drill a hole in the wall oh i gotta do this and that because it's like a curved shower curtain and the last one we had was one of those basic ass rubber ones that you just fit on so i thought it was going to be that but then we start talking about drilling shit and i'm like nah now i don't want now i'm not having fun like i'd rather just leave the old shower curtain on but then she's like let's do it let's do it it's gonna look good and then we did it and it was kind of a shitty job and then just yesterday we fucking returned it because it it turned out so bad and i'm like oh so we're back at square one we could have just never fucking done this we could we could have just avoided spending gas driving all the way to fucking the amazon return center and it's just yeah, I just feel like my my success ratio is just I, I always fuck shit up, so I'd rather not even try. <laughs> it feels good though when you are when you are successful at it. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it is. Uh, you know, it's it's weird how, um, like, <laughs> uh, like with me and Eric, my co-host. Uh, you know, I'll feel really good because I you know, did something like cleaned out the dryer lid and he's like, oh yeah, uh, I built a deck today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe I'm not as cool as I thought I was. I just, you know, like back to the lights that I was talking about, like I was super close to giving up multiple times. I got so intimidated by the wires and shit and oh God, I got to connect all the colors with the same colors. I can't do that. And, um, but the old the old light i had dropped it and just completely shattered it and so i was just like oh now i have to do this like now <laughs> yeah either that or i'm not gonna get lights but okay enough about that enough complaining about how much i fucking suck at building shit so i'm gonna link this to suicide man here we go so i know a fella i'm not gonna i mean kind of in my personal life but i'm not gonna like say any names or anything it's nothing crazy but uh, there's this guy in my town that I would see on a regular basis. Um, he bought a house like in my neighborhood and I would see him every single day. <clears throat> Sorry. He was um, in his 30s and he was dating basically about to marry this girl that I knew since like middle school and high school. So I grew up with this girl and then, it's, then that's how I met this guy when they like moved in and... Uh, I'd say what's up to him. We were really cool and everything. Like nothing too. We never really hung out like that. I had some friends that hung out with him, but he was um, always working on that house that he had bought for him and his girl. Like all every day outside, I'd see him yeah. painting. I'd see him doing something. Also had a beer in his hand while he was doing all of that. And okay. one day I would joke around with him. I came 
and I was like, man, I see you out here working every fucking day on this house in the sun. Why don't you ever ask your wife to help you? And then he just kind of like jokingly laughs at like, man, you tell her. You t- I always try to tell her. You don't. And then so a couple days later, I see her in the garage just watching TV with her, with her feet up it, while he's like fixing shit. And he's like to me, there she is. Go tell her. And I'm just nagging her like, yeah, why don't you help paint the house? And sadly, you know, man, like, um, and th- all these conversations that I had with this guy was probably like two years ago. And uh, sadly, he he killed himself like uh, a month or two ago. And I always kind of had the joke. I was just like, oh, maybe he wouldn't have killed himself if she fucking helped paint the house, you know. But it's that that's a fucked up joke. But it's kind of like a little bit. I. You know, don't don't get too offended by it or whoever's listening because it's like I didn't know him personally. That's just what the information that I gathered from the very few um, interactions I had with him. And I always just I don't know. It's very sad. I it, it it's just so sad to see somebody that you know on a regular and have him have him take his life and stuff. And you don't really know what they're going through and stuff. But I don't know, man. So it's just kind of like that. I feel like it kind of links to what you say. I feel like men do kill themselves more than women because they i feel like there's actually a lot more pressure in this world to to be a man you know or just to like um how society expects of us and things like that and and sometimes it just feels like i don't know i I don't i don't even really know what to wrap my head about and that's kind of what my podcast is about my podcast is about not generally just just men in general i try to just have this be about mental health but i'm a man so i guess all i know is men's mental health and it's like um the best i could do with like women and stuff is just kind of be like oh yeah yeah we can both agree that we feel bad sometimes but with men it's kind of like well what 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 can we relate you know yeah yeah i think and i think with when it comes to men there's kind of two i think there's two very large um pressures or fears that i think that really contribute to the especially the suicide thing but to to kind of poor mental health for us in general mm-hmm. um the the first thing is um, is how men get treated in family court. Um, I think that's a big thing because although on paper um, most states have laws that are trying to equalize things and, and make it where um, you know they don't necessarily favor like the mother for custody and don't necessarily screw over the dad for um, child support. Um, <clears throat> When you start looking at those numbers, uh, there's still a lot more women that get full custody and a lot more men that then have to pay, um, basically pay someone money for a child that they don't ever see. Um, and I think that's a, that's a big driving force towards men being, uh, you know, first off depressed and, and uh, in poor mental states. And then if that goes unchecked and unrelieved, then they get to the point where um, they don't see, you know, any any option or any joy in their life, but they they end up 
uh, committing suicide. So Oh, for sure, man. Who um, wants to go through that? Who wants to go through paying for a kid that you don't even get to see? You know, like if I were to ever, I've, I've said it multiple times. I've like, if, why would I work all of my life and a big portion of my check just go to something that, you know, I mean, I know it's my kid and everything, but it's, yeah, I'd fucking kill myself, you know, <laughs> just, <laughs> no. Well, and it's, it's, um, you know, I, I happen to be, a, uh, uh, I'm not single anymore, but, uh, I'm, I'm a dad of a child whose mother I'm no longer with, I guess I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> we, uh, have basically more or less a 50, 50 custody thing, but because my ex doesn't earn a living, um, I have to pay her what I'd say is a, a pretty exorbitant amount of money, uh, each month. Um, and then what's wild is if if my daughter spent even less time with me, I would actually have to pay more because that means that my ex has to take care of her. Right. So it kind of get into like this weird cycle of the less you see of your kid, uh, and most and obviously this this varies a lot from state to state. So um, you know, check your local listings for what actually goes on where you live. But uh, um, you know the. The less, if I saw my kid less, I would actually pay more, which is like, what? You know, it seems like, that seems backwards to me. I, I get the economics of it. You know, the mom, uh, if if I have her less, that means that her mom is feeding her and, you know, having to buy more clothes and things like that. Um, but the the emotional side is, you know, you're paying, you're actually paying more to see a kid less, which is um, a little backwards. Seems a little strange. Yeah. Hmm. Do, do, does um your ex and your kid do they live very far away from you? No, only it's about an hour drive. So like uh, the the way we have it set up is actually I'll meet her uh, kind of in the middle at a public place so that no one is tempted to make any kind of scene. <laughs> right. Right. Or <laughs> do anything stupid. Um, <laughs> so you know. I've seen that a couple of times in, in, in while I'm just hanging out in public or eating in public. I will see like two cars pull up and either a, a father or a mother just come out with a with a car seat and all this stuff and then just they, they won't even say, say hi. It's almost like they're doing a fucking a drug deal and then they'll just yeah, drop yeah. the baby off and dip and I'll just kind of be like, that's weird. Or just I don't know. But I mean, I understand like you know, some people just change. Some people just can't fucking stand each other sometimes. And I always thought I'd be like that um, if I were to ever have, like, an ex or something. My, I mean, shit, my dad's kind of like that. Um, where it's, But I've also seen um, in my family, too, where, where people and their exes are very cordial. And, the, and I've seen it a lot, at least with my peers, where people are just trying to make it... Uh, uh, they're trying to push co-parenting a little bit better like better communication it's like and and i'm for it i'm not saying i'm against it or anything i think it's good i think it's a good thing um but i just do remember maybe like i don't know uh five years ago seeing that for the first time and being kind of like huh that is like i couldn't wrap my head around it of like how are you guys acting like you like each other then why don't why don't you just, why don't why don't you guys just be together then 
if you're going to be cordial like this and be adults, it looks like you guys are ready to be back together. But then it's all just about we gotta we gotta have the kid, you know, have a good life. We gotta have them make them feel loved and things. Like I guess their point is that you know they don't they just don't want to have a kid grow up and where they see their mom and dad fight. So I guess you know I don't have kids, yeah. but if I were to have a if I were to have a kid and I were to split with my girl, I guess it would be. You know, I wouldn't want to, when it's my turn with the kid, I don't want to be like, what'd your bullshit ass mom do this time, huh? <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just constantly, and then she'll return the favor, and it's just every time she visits, or our, our child will visit one another, it's just this fucking pigeon game of talking shit to one, uh, one another, and I guess that could well, get exhausting too. That is, uh, well, number one, that's very destructive for the child, like, because they feel... <sighs> To put them in the, to, you know, anytime you use a child, kind of put them in the middle of your conflict, um, you're, it fucks them up. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the kind of second thing is uh, most states, I, I imagine all states, to be honest, uh, actually have like family court rules or or maybe even laws on the books that say that that doing that can land you in some trouble with the courts. Wow. Um, so that's definitely not. <laughs> Let me ask you something. You this this might be a little off topic, but do you feel like as you get older, do you, do you just feel like you you get more and more limited on shit that you can do? Like when it comes to even finding out about the law, your physical capabilities as you get older, just like doesn't it just kind of seem like like the older you get, the more you kind of realize like wow, you can't do that, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know, we have a very, we have a strange, like, um, especially with, like, COVID, oh, the yeah. stuff that we've allowed the state to tell us we're not allowed to do is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can imagine. It's just, I don't, yeah, it's just, it's such a weird world now, and it's kind of like, and I feel like everyone fucking talks about this, so it's like, I want to brush over it, because how many podcasts where people talk about COVID yeah. and how the world's different no no yeah i feel you it's just but 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 the thing that i feel like people don't really realize is that we're 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 in it like everyone kind of has this like oh we're going back to normal this we're going back to normal that but then it's just kind of like even if we do come back to normal like the after effects of just one year and one thing like i i could totally see 10 years from now something is going to happen and I don't know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, well, because 10 years ago, because of COVID, uh, it, it changed this, and it, it used to be like that, but you can't do it like this now, and I just see the world kind of, um, I don't know, man, I, I just, as a younger person, that's, I mean, you're young too, man, like, I feel like you, you've been doing your podcast for a couple of years, and shit, you can do your podcast for another 20 years, and I'll be right there behind you, bro, and uh, it's just, do you do you fear like how old is how old is your kid? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Do yep. you? How do you feel about their future and your future? Like, do you? Like one thing my dad says to me because my dad is sixty six, but did a lot of drugs, so we don't know how long he's got left. <laughs> and so he's just okay. like, I'm fine, man. I live my life. Life is life is good for me. The thing that I'm worried about is you guys. And um, 
do you do you feel that way like do you feel like yeah i've got like this much time in my life so you know and you've already kind of lived a life too or do you feel like you're caught in the present or do you worry about your your child and what 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 your 13 year old's life is going to look like when they turn 42 or um well, I, yeah i mean from, from time to time i do um I, i'm not as worried about i kind of have the same point of view as your dad although i'm not i'm not like oh my life is over so don't worry about it yeah, uh, you're i'm still just kind of like you're still in it yeah i'm just not as as concerned about what's going on with me as i am with my kid um and every once in a while i'll be like man you know i'll be kind of concerned with that and then she'll say something that shows me that she kind of knows what's going on and especially in terms of things that like shouldn't be going on and i'm like okay she'll probably be all right she recognizes that this isn't how things are supposed to be or this isn't the way you should do that so uh, um that's good and that's always a relief it's like oh okay i, I think she'll be okay i just like i've got a buddy actually i just thought of this i've got a buddy who is your age and he has two kids um a little younger i think one's like uh, one's like 10 one's like eight something like that um and he just is i asked him that same question and he just kind of says yeah he's worried about like the future and you know things like our economy how's how what's going to happen with that things like our phones you know like you just look at kids i don't know if your kid uses a phone or anything but man this world really just like it's different with the phones now. It's just the TikToks and the shit like that. Like, uh, yeah. and and kids are very, they've got like addictive personalities. You know, like I remember when I was a kid, we didn't have smartphones, but we still had like Game Boys, Game Boys Advance, and things like that. Are and so I just kind of think about like God, this this Game Boy almost just kind of like evolved into like a phone. Because if you were to look at me when I was like eight or seven years old i was still like holding this little square with with my two hands and staring at a screen and it's not that much different as to an adult with with a phone now it's just that i've it's more of a tool so it's kind of crazy to think about like damn these kids really just kind of grow up but they're somewhat the same but they're running the world and it's just kind of crazy to think of like all of the people that are like millennials or whatever i still remember fellow millennials as kids and we were all i don't know doing our shit and now that we're adults they're all kind of the same but we're just driving and paying bills and it's just kind of like geez and then you look at these kids with tiktoks and stuff and i already feel old with that like i don't even have tiktok but i i see it in the streets i see these kids dancing and stuff and i just think like what is going on here? And what is the next thing going to look like? Like, I'm only 26. What am I going to be scratching my head at when I'm 60, you know? Like, how much can I keep up? <laughs> you know, it's hard to keep up. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the case of my, my kids, because um, I, I also have a nine-year-old stepdaughter. Um, my 13-year-old, uh, they both have phones, mainly so that when they're with our exes, we can get in touch with them and vice versa, and not have to, like, go through the X to talk to them. Right. Um, <laughs> you can just call your kid. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, my, my older daughter, she, um, she has a phone, 
but she, she her personality is not and maybe it's because she's a little bit older and didn't get the phone until she was a lot older mm-hmm. um she she spends a fair amount of time on there but she'll also like read a real book like she loves actual books oh wow she's better um, than me already jeez yeah <laughs> me too um <laughs> Um, so, I, you know, she, she seems to be a lot less, um, like it, you know, the phone's not like glued to her hand. Yeah. Um, her sister, on the other hand, almost constantly has an electronic device. Um, whether it's, whether it's the phone or she also has like a Nintendo DS or no switch, Nintendo switch. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, and it's, it's like pulling teeth to get her to put that down you, um, you said she's 13 or 9 so that my older my my older daughter is 13 and my younger stepdaughter is 9 but but which one's the one who's got the phone glued to her oh the 9 year old oh got the you, younger got you. one okay got you and I think part of that is he spent more time having a phone um uh but the but then even with her she'll go outside and play outside for like 2 hours so I think they both still have kind of a balance. Uh, although the younger one definitely seems to be like, she'll, she'll be staring at a phone screen and I'll ask her to do something. She'll say, okay. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, she's still sitting on the phone. I'm like, did you do that? She's like, oh, I yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it's that, that kind of, like, I would, I, I don't even know if I want to say it's bad or not. It's just kind of like, I'm curious, you know, cause it's like, we all use our phones and stuff, and sometimes I just kind of think, is, is this going to go one way or it's going to go another way in 10 to 20 years? Are we going to are we gonna get another thing that is just super unexpected in history, like the phone that causes such a big change in the world, you know? like, Or are we just going to kind of like all simultaneously agree like, oh, shit, we don't need this? Or, or one thing that I was thinking about is... You know, the, these phones kind of just dropped, and I don't really think they really realize like how big of an impact it would make on the world. So, think I I almost think of it as like in a sense of like gun control. Like I feel like they just dropped all these phones around 2010 or whatever. I'm talking smartphones, and and they just let us go with it. They just fucking said, "Here you go, have fun." And then now we've got this whatever we've got going on but then i kind of wonder like is the government gonna start making regulations on phones eventually and i i already kind of see it on like social media and stuff you know like you post anything about covid on on social media or whatever it's gonna or instagram it'll have this like for more information and it'll give you a link you know like you can't even it's so weird and it's just like there's so many weird things that go on with my phone and i don't know if it's just because i'm dumb and i don't know the details of it or i'm or i'm dumb and i don't ask too many questions about it because it's like dude i literally i had a party like a weekend ago and i had some some folks come over and they they took pictures and stuff and i don't even really use facebook like i really don't even though i still fucking check it every now and then i i don't really go on it um and then after this party like they posted pictures that i was in 
but they didn't tag me or anything but they were like there are some photos here that you might be in and i understand facial recognition and shit like that but bro i was so far off in the background of these pictures i might as well have been a fucking ghost and it's just like super zoomed in on my like 240 uh 240 uh p uh digitalized face and i'm like how do they fucking know that's me like is it the shape is it what and then i just i don't know i don't it's just it's so it's so weird (laughs) well there's there's a uh, conspiracy theory that um i mean i suppose there could be some truth to it that the whole mask thing Mm -hmm. is actually they, they keep doing it so that they can improve the facial recognition to recognize people even if they have a mask on so that even after we don't have to wear masks uh, oh like God. let's say someone robs a bank and all you can see is their eyes they'll be able to tell who it is you know what i mean yeah yeah that's kind of but that's kind of cool though because i'm not worried about that because it's like i'm not gonna do bad shit i have kind of wondered about that too it's like well but it's not see i think that's part of uh that's that's part of uh i don't know how to word it like a like what they tell us to make us I'm, feel like it's okay what they're doing yeah, like their yeah. agenda. That and and I think the the you know it's kind of like um, it's kind of like if a cop shows up and wants to search your house. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you'll hear people say, um, "Well, if you don't have anything to hide, it's like, well, it's not about what I have to hide. It's the fact that you shouldn't be able to do this." You right. know what I mean? Right, 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 right. I understand that. Sorry, I was taking a woosah here. Um, yeah, it. it, it and that's what I fear. That's what I fear about, like, I don't know. Maybe I just live in fear, dude. <laughs> just, <laughs> I think of, like, the everyday. I'm, I'm fine and everything. And then it's just I see, I don't know. I guess it's more of, like, well, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what fucking happens. Hey, there's one thing, though, that I did really want to, like, bring up with you before, um... How do I? Because now that I'm I'm sober a day later and thinking about it, it's like okay, I don't want to just fucking throw this on you. I want to like get your opinion on it. Um, this is gonna fa- sound so fucking far left and has nothing to do with men's mental health. Maybe I could save it for the end. Maybe I could save it for the end. Just I'll try and remind you because it's not. It is important, but maybe not important to what our message is and stuff. But um, I don't know, man. Any other? Do you got any other questions or anything for me? Anything that we feel like we should we should talk about? Well, the other the other thing I did want to mention because I mentioned the family court thing as being one of the things that seems to push men to um, for sure depression and oftentimes suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, the the other the other thing that I see doing that um, are the is the fact that men kind of end up in these more risky. Um, jobs, especially the military. Oh yeah, um, that's a huge source of like PTSD and uh, you know, and even even other jobs like being a firefighter or a cop. You know, that yeah. sound maybe a little less, um, a little less trying on the mental health than say going into combat. But it still is like oh no, it it definitely you know, is. I've got some shit. I've got friends that um that are firefighters and police officers and it that is like the closest thing to have to being in the military you know it's like maybe you're not well if you're the police you're shooting guns depending on the situation but it's just like every day every day you're the one you're the first in line to deal with shit you know it's yeah. um yep 
Um, it's not, how do I say it? I don't, well, maybe for, for a guy like me, it, I don't think it's healthy for me, but it's funny cause I was just one of my, one of my good friends is a firefighter and I was just talking to him yesterday and even, even then like outside, I have this joke too. He's always talking about fucking like Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and shit like that. And I'm just like, ah, you're, you, you're all fucking good with gambling your money because you already gamble your life at work every day. What's fucking money to you? And uh, he's just like, you're always thinking about the fucking future and shit like that. But anyways, besides him having that dangerous job, him as a person is just very adventurous. He's just always going out hiking, snowboarding, doing all kinds of shit that might fuck you up. And I just feel like, oh, well, yeah. maybe that job is good for him. Or, like, he was built for that because he's he just doesn't give a fuck. I don't know. Not really gives a fuck, but he just, I guess he likes that adrenaline stuff. And some, some people, I'm not, I'm not for or against it, you know? Like, I think there's a problem with, like, too much danger, too much stuff. But I also think there's a problem of not enough danger, just being stuck in a fucking cubicle all day. And I just feel like you kind of need like a happy medium of both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, we yeah, we do have. It, there's a weird thing where like as we've almost kind of tried to like nerf the world. <laughs> yeah. Um. In fact, I we recently did a. Uh, um. We do uh, once a month. Well, I guess twice a month. We do videos that are uh, only available to our subscribers on Patreon or locals. Mm-hmm. Um, and last month we did one on why, as a parent, you shouldn't pay for your kids to go to college. Mm. Um, and a big thing that we hit on in that was um, that it really stifles them growing up and becoming independent because. It's just an extension of living at your house. Super true. Uh, um, I totally if, agree. If if you're just being handed, um, you know your your tuition, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, keep going to school. Um, and I think that's a trend that we see in a lot of other areas too. Where um, I understand uh, the trend, though. Grow up, yeah. Well, people almost grow up like. Um, not experiencing consequences for their actions. Yeah. Um, and then as adults, when consequences happen, um, if they're very like, uh, it, it's all, it's all this victim mentality. Oh, it's because I'm black or it's because I'm a woman or it's because I'm gay or because I'm trans. It's like, no, sometimes shit just happens to you. Like, right, <laughs> you know right, I mean? right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you make a bad choice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I get what you're saying there, but back to like the college thing. I like uh, I might fucking sound like Joe Rogan right now, but it's like you know you see combat fighters like famous boxers or UFC fighters or something. They who have children. They most of the time they don't want their kids to be fighters. They don't want them to follow in the same footsteps as them, and they put it as yeah. like. I suffered for you. Like, I think Mike Tyson had this joke about, like, his son wanted to be a boxer, too. And he's like, you go to private school. Like, shut the fuck up. There are monsters out there, like, hungry people who who are, like, you know, in poverty that are willing to fucking take someone's head off. You're soft. You're nerfed. You, you, You go to private school. You can't be a boxer. And I feel like maybe I can ask you as a parent, like, sometimes I feel like parents want to 
have their kids never suffer and they they want to suffer for their kids which is why you know they pay for college they don't want them to struggle with having student debt and the, the things that you are opposing like um you know you sometimes you need you need struggle to to be a successful like independent person and learn how to not have your parents hold your hand and stuff but i also understand being a parent and not wanting your kids to have any suffering like why why does anyone need to suffer let alone your own child so it's like if you can give them that money and make sure they go through schooling and become a fucking nurse or something once they're done with the schooling and they'll have a steady income and be fine at least financially for the rest of their life but i think one of the big key factors is like communication with the kid and be like well is this what you want to do you know what and i feel like my parents kind of made that mistake with me um they never really like i mean i guess they did they they kind of did a good job at thinking they knew who i was and what i wanted to do with my life and stuff but um i grew up in a and it's kind of like a stereotype with asians and stuff you know because i'm an asian man it's always like you only have two choices either be a lawyer or a doctor so anything that i had that i was interested in Basically, to my parents, if it doesn't make money, it's not it, it's not a good thing to do. So, like, same with my firefighter buddy. We were both going to college together, and he found it just so... Like, my, my firefighter buddy is white, I'm Asian, and he just found it so, like, crazy that my, my parents wouldn't be supportive in anything I wanted to do. Like, if I wanted to have a creative writing major or something, my parents would be like, no, fuck that, you're paying that for yourself. Um, but my, yeah. my other buddy was like, yeah, nah, yeah, go ahead. Her, his parents were like, do whatever you want. And so I was going to like community college, getting ready to try and transfer and stuff. And my whole life, just like all through grade school till senior year in high school was just like college, 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 like anything. And, and, and to me, it was just like, I don't even know what job I want to do. All I know is that it's been instilled in my brain to go to college. And when I get out, I'll be all right. And then I just for some reason thought my parents have been putting money away for me to go to college my whole life. And then once I got to like 18, 19, my mom was like, yeah, you need to get a job so you can, you know, pay for when you transfer to college. And I was like, oh, I have to pay for I have to work and pay for college. No, I think I'm just going to work and pay for a living. Like, fuck that. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, that's you know, it's interesting. Like my my daughter, um, at 13 already she's even before that i want to say at like 11 and 12 she was asking me about um about after she finishes high school going to college and stuff mm-hmm. and i'm like all that sounds great um in fact she, she already is like she wants to be some kind of like genetic researcher mm-hmm. which of course uh requires um for sure a bachelor's degree and i think what she really wants to do needs a master's degree and i'm like that's fine but you need to understand I'm the, the the best I can do is if you go to school um, here in uh, Colorado Springs, um, <clears throat> I'll let you keep living at home. You know, yeah. I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just hand um, college to you. And I said the flip of that is I highly recommend that you do not go into debt to go to school, mm-hmm. which puts you in a in a bit of a pickle. It's like well. Now you're I, super committed why, to whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah, and, and the reason why, you know, I'm like, I'm I'm advising her against doing the student loan thing is I 
I just paid off my student loans by getting a lower interest loan <laughs> for like $20,000 to pay the balance. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, and I only have an associate's degree to show for myself. Well, so you uh, have an associate's degree, but you went into debt for it? Yeah. I right. have an associate's Isn't degree, too. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I, uh... Um, like, I finished some college, you know, but I was like, you know what? I did this much college. Let me just get the fucking associates, at the fucking participation degree, you know? Well, and my, my dumbass, I was, I was in the military, right? So I got the, um... Oh, thank you for your service. I didn't get the GI Bill have. Do what? I said, thank you for your service. You're, you're welcome for my service. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I got I got uh, the not the GI Bill they have now, which has been revamped. Um, where I, I think they pay the school directly. I just got handed cash, mm. which I then instead of paying my tuition with, I got that student loan to pay my tuition, and then I burned through this money that I was getting each month for doing nothing. Um, <laughs> so I made and I try to tell this to my daughter. I'm like, I made some very bad decisions. Um, but you learn from and grow from making bad decisions and from not having, um, you know, in my case, like my, my folks, um, they weren't, they certainly weren't handing me a college education, um, and, and paying my tuition. Um, and I now recognize, of course, at the time I was kind of like, this is bullshit, but now I recognize that that's, um, you know, there was more personal growth from going through that than if if it had just been handed to me. How, how, how long were you in the military for? Uh, six years. Okay, because I was going to ask, maybe it depends on how long you were in the military for, but I have, a, I have a buddy, my best friend actually, his dad was in the military, um, and he has just like superb... Uh, some kind of GI Bill or something like it got to the point where he's just going to college and getting paid for it, and he he's yeah. got he's got two daughters and one son, and his son is my best friend, and like he basically went to a university. To my understanding, like he got super lucky or something about like because his dad was in the military. I don't think he had student debt, but then again, he's not on the show to correct me if I'm wrong. But as far as I remember, like, well, he went to college for free. I don't know. And, and um, like I was saying, they've changed a lot, a lot since I was in there. I, I know now, like, you can actually transfer, as a service member, you can transfer your GI Bill to either your spouse or your children. Um, oh. Well, this uh, my friend's dad is older, too. So I'm thinking, like, well, 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 well what years were you active? Oh, so so the dad's going to college? Yeah, the dad is going to college, but this was like maybe a year or two ago, and he was going to college getting paid for it, but also his son. His son went to a university, and like, as far as I know, I think it was free just because his dad was in the military, something like that. But his dad is definitely older than you. I think his dad is like in his 50s, 60s, something like that. It could be. They they revamped how they how they do all of that um and like i said i know like when i when i did it um only the only the service member could use the money and i guess now you can you can give it to your kids you can give it to your spouse you can kind of just do whatever you want as long as it pays for college for somebody Mm. 
So. Was it, um, your other buddy Eric from the podcast, was he a military guy too? No. No. Oh, okay. I think I saw like on your Instagram, somebody was shooting a gun and it looked like the other guy, unless that was you. Uh, I don't know. It's hard it's telling. Like we both like shooting guns. Okay. Well, that so answers my question. That sets me up for all I was going to ask. Like, I've only shot I've only shot a gun once in my life and I was always like I was always uh worried about it. I shot a Glock and I was just like worried about the power. I've seen so many videos of people hitting their fucking head with the uh, recoil. And then when I finally when I finally pulled that trigger, I was like, "Oh, that wasn't so bad." And um two things, two things. Like when I first finally shot that gun, I kind of like thought to myself, and I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast before actually, but when I first shot that gun, you know, I prepped myself. It was like, this is a memory I'm going to have, my first time shooting a gun. And then when I was done, I just kind of reflected and was like, I'm glad my first time shooting a gun wasn't towards myself because I just remember when I was like being suicidal and stuff, I considered just like just shooting myself and just like calling it a day. And then if I, it was like a very proud moment that i had for myself that i never really told anyone but i was just proud of myself for shooting a gun and having it face the other way for my first time like it was just such a milestone but then anyways after i shot the gun um i was with my dad and my dad likes shooting guns even though he fucking sucks at it um he was like excited to just like i could tell he was excited i i don't remember who was the one who wanted to do the shooting but he was excited that he finally got to shoot guns with his son and I, I feel like I kind of let him down because at the end of it, he's like, yeah, man, like that, that shit gets your heart pumping. Like, how do you feel? How do you feel? And I was like, eh, nah, I, I just pushed it. I just pushed the trigger like it was or, or pulled the trigger. It wasn't really like, why is my heart pounding? Like, I wasn't really doing anything physical. Like, it felt like shooting darts. I was just aiming and pointing. And then I was like, maybe it's because you're older, dad. Like, you like to just be stationary. Like, it's like calling golf physical or something. It's like, I like to hit shit. I don't know. I feel more adrenaline if I'm just kicking a bag or something. But I felt like I let my dad down a little bit that day. And then that's another, I just always feel like less of a man because I'm just not into guns. Like, I've got so many military and manly friends and shit that are just, like, obsessed with getting the reps in you know like oh i could unload my fucking gun and take the clip out before i can get a boner and shit like that and it's just i don't get it <laughs> i don't know yeah i i mean i don't go quite as far as that that obsessed with it but um yeah i own several and um i i do really enjoy shooting them so uh and i think it's important that if you do own them that you do get some practice in with them so that at least you know Oh, we yeah. tend to point at the bad guy. Most uh, definitely. I, I, see, I definitely see a gun as a tool, you know, when people explain it in that sense. I guess I'm just... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like some of these guys are just so into their gun. They're, they're just, like, sleeping with it at night. Like, I wish someone would. Just, like, their whole life revolves around, oh, one day, one day I'm going to have that split second where I get to shoot someone in the fucking face. You'll all see. You'll all see kind of thing. And I just... I mean, I get it. Guns are important, you know. There might, you know, you might get caught. I just actually saw a video today that one of my buddies posted of just like, um, it's like the, there's a bunch of these YouTube videos of people with like self defense tactics and shit like that, and 
Um, it was this video. He got caught in like an L-shaped ambush is what they call it. And they had one guy just distracting another guy. He socks him in the face. And like the split second after he gets punched in the face, he reaches for his gun. And he couldn't even reach his gun out. There was another guy right there. Bam, shoots him. And that's just that like, dude, there's just some things that are so fucking fast. It doesn't matter how much you prepare in your life. Like everyone gets got some way or somehow like it no matter. Not everyone's Superman is what I'm trying to say. And then and then, like that's the last thing I would want is to be. I think I said it a couple episodes ago. I would hate to be on one of those videos and someone just breaks it down with like, this is what not to do. This person did this mistake. And it's like, bro, I had fucking half a second. Give me a break. And then I'm dead and can't even defend myself. <laughs> you know? I just, I wish we live in a world. Like, I saw this video. This guy, um, he's listening to music and he's walking down the street. Someone approaches him with a gun, tries to rob him. And the guy's playing it cool. He, like, takes his headphones off. Like, oh, what? What'd you say? And then he, like, tries to grab the gun, fails, gets pistol whipped. And, like, they're breaking it down on the video. Like, never grab the gun. You got to do this. You need space. You need lots of space. And it's just like, damn, I wish we lived in a world where I can just fucking walk down the street and listen to my favorite song without somebody having to fucking beat my fucking ass. And then now I'm on Instagram and everyone's just talking about this is what you don't do. Just like, God, let this guy live his day. I Every time I watch videos of people getting, like, ambush or fucked up i always just kind of hope i hope he did something to deserve getting shot i hope he wasn't just like a regular joe schmo just minding his business and some they didn't know each other i always hope those videos like someone said something about another person's mother on fucking facebook and then they shot him or something at least <laughs> just went off okay. on a tangent sorry <laughs> yeah no uh <clears throat> well the the solution there though is uh if everybody just carries a gun then you can shoot back <laughs> right right i live in california dude i don't know if you know but there there's fucking sticklers out here with guns yeah. how, how is it in colorado oh, yeah do you have do you guys have um, open carry we do open carry is allowed um uh concealed carry permits are pretty easy to get out here um the, really kind of the only dumb shit we have um a couple years ago they passed some uh magazine capacity limits and of course, now because of that shooting at Boulder, they want to do like an assault weapons ban in the state. So we'll see how that goes. Okay, good luck with that. Yeah, I think we did something like yeah. that too. Like they they limited the amount that you can have in a magazine. I don't know. Um, like I yeah, the, the concealed carry laws are so dumb here because it's like I I always thought that you could just have your gun in your glove box or something, or even just like. I used to just carry it on the fucking like side door. You know how there's like a cup holder like on the driver's seat? Well, not every car, but my car has a fucking I drive a Challenger. So like on the on the Challenger on the door, there's a cup holder at the bottom where you um open the thing. I would just keep it right fucking there thinking, "Oh yeah, this is concealed carry. It's all fine." But then uh i looked it up not too long ago bro the legal way to carry a gun in a, in a car is you need it in the fucking briefcase you need it in the case you need it unloaded so it's like it just defeats the purpose of having a gun to me because it's like if someone were to fucking shoot at me what am i gonna do oh pull over pop the trunk let me assemble my gun like a fucking lego and then sh and then shoot somebody yeah. let me just you know i'd rather at that point just not have a gun and just fucking step on it you know yep 
And it's yeah, California's pretty ridiculous with that stuff. Like, yeah. um, in contrast, here here in Colorado, um, they treat your car as an extension of your house, nice. which means that um, that you can like carry concealed without a permit in your in your car. Now, once you get out of your car, obviously, if you're carrying concealed um, and don't have a permit, that could cause you some problems. But basically, you're allowed to defend your car the same way you would your property uh, at your house with a gun. So that's that's an upside. (laughs) Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Someone is giving me a fucking message. Let me pause this podcast real quick. Let me hold on one second, bro. I'm so sorry. Okay. Hello. Hey. All right. We're back. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Just had an important call. Food is very important. (laughs) <laughs> um we were talking about gun control though right or something about that we were but uh <clears throat> oh, sorry no worries i'm gonna have to kind of end it here man okay okay you got something coming up too huh yeah i guess dude when you're a man <laughs> shit's just fucking busy but we did do an hour i get okay one thing that i have to ask and a part of me is just kind of feeling like oh i hate to be this guy to like ask for help or something but i'll start with this just one two questions two questions one do you believe in global warming i do but i question how much people have contributed to it same here i'm on the same boat and i guess two is just like i don't know man uh i I was going to talk about it later when i do an episode by myself maybe tomorrow or something but i'm thinking about donating to charity for the very first time and I found a charity that like kind of fits me, and it's just like it. Oh fucking a! I I feel embarrassed asking about it. I was just wondering if you would help me, and if or if you'd be down to donate any money to. It could be a fucking dollar. I don't care. But it's for it's for like the Amazon rainforest. And I I had this joke that I would say on the podcast like, bro, they've been talking about the fucking Amazon rainforest burning a football field every two seconds my whole life. If if that was true, it would have been burnt down. But yet last night I was watching some videos on the statistics and how it's got this uh, slow and steady uphill battle of within the government and things like that. And I've always had a fascination for Brazil and and the Amazon rainforest and stuff. So I always felt like. Well, I do probably do a lot of pollution in the world and I have a bad carbon footprint. The least I could do is like almost as if like I'm paying my taxes, but I'm, I'm choosing where I want to. Like I'm probably just going to take a piece of my tax return and then just like donate it to this place. And it's to just like protect the indigenous people in this certain area. Um, and I guess like they're building houses for them. And if they can raise money, they could kind of like slow down or maybe even halt some of the destruction of the amazon rainforest i don't know a part of me feels kind of like i don't know if this is going to do anything but i don't know i don't know if i'm getting older or something or maybe i'm becoming dumber but i just feel like damn i want i want to do something for once in my life like or i want to i don't know i just want to help out the other part of the planet and it's just like i understand why they're destroying the amazon rainforest too like i see both sides which is why i'm very torn i feel like brazil wants to be a more advanced country um they want you know they want more cities they want more tech they want more things so they want to take down the forest for things like that but then at the same time the forest 
uh, kind of half and half, like you said, like, oh, how good is it for the environment? But I don't know, it's a beautiful place. There's a lot of species and things in there. So I just thought, yeah, let's just leave it alone. But I feel super hypocritical because I live in a place where they destroyed land and everything. So it's like, well, maybe we could prevent it from happening again. I don't fucking know. But yeah, was was wondering if you'd fucking bring a dollar or anything. I hate asking for money. I never, I never do this. <laughs> so I'm kind of new to that. Uh, I'm not sure I'd contribute to something like that. You're but not sure you would? You feel, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I get like, do you, because f- I want to hear your opinion too. Like, why do you not feel sure about, like, do you feel like it could be like a scam? Do you feel like it's not going to make a difference? Because I, I, I am also on the on the fence of, of everything, you know? I, I, all I do, I just want to do good. That's it. But I'm also just like, well, pick pick your shots, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think there's, um, things here in the states that we can better put our funds to that's true that's true i understand that too yeah i don't know i don't know but all right i mean i'll send you a link and i won't be offended if you don't i guess i just had to get it off my chest because that's something i'm thinking about but maybe i'll talk a little bit more about it by myself tomorrow or something but anyways man i'm sorry for wasting any more of your time i appreciate you coming on my show I appreciate Thank it. You. Maybe me. maybe one day you can have me on, and you guys can man me up a little bit more. Teach me how to make a fucking deck. Um, All right, man. <laughs> yeah. So I I really appreciate it, man. Well, I, thanks for having me. Um, I, I will, yeah, and uh, the, the website's just mantlesmedia.com. That's kind of where we hang our hat. So any, yes, anything you want to know about our podcast, you can find there. Yes, sir. I will. Um, Put this up, most likely within sometime today. I'll tag you in it, promote you guys, and hopefully you can return the favor for me, eh? All right, man. All right, man. You have a great rest of your day. Thanks, you too. All right, man. All right. Pretty cool guy. Pretty cool guy. Dude, I feel like I didn't get as much uh wisdom and knowledge of being a man out of that but we we talked we had a good talk we definitely did i i wish i could talk to him more he seemed like he he had a lot of uh experience and opinions on things so i don't know now i'm just i'm just second guessing um i wonder what he thinks that you know there's so many problems in the world there's so many problems in the world now that i think about it i just but hey i mean i guess i have to pick something you know, I understand what he said. I mean, shit, fucking Flint, Michigan doesn't have water still, right? I just, I don't know, man. We just got to keep, what do we got to keep doing? What do we got to keep doing? Because I just feel like, how much of a, how much money do we all have to donate? How much do we have to do to make a difference in the world? I guess little things make a difference, and that's really what matters, I guess, but I don't know. Sometimes I just feel I just feel a little I feel a little hopeless. I do, but I hate to end the podcast up on that uh, on that note. Um, but that again, that was Man Tools Media. Great guy, great guy. Seemed like he had a lot of experience, and we kind of trailed off, but um, didn't even really talk much about the fucking men suicide thing, huh? What if he didn't have to go? What if he just didn't like me? What if he just didn't like me? I don't know. Find out next episode. But there we go. That's four guests in a row. Four days straight. So there you have it, man. I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out. So hit me up. 
Uh, you can contact me on Instagram, Suicide Logs. That is where you can either send me a message. You can schedule being a guest on the show. You can ask more questions about donating to the fucking Amazon rainforest. And you can follow the fucking logs there, dude. Follow the fucking logs until I stop doing them. <laughs> <laughs>